You're listening to Barbells, Boot Camps, and Banter, the official podcast of athletic-based training. We'll chat all things health, fitness, and probably some shenanigans along the way. I'm your host, Crystal Blank, owner of ABT and part-time Olympic weightlifter. Thanks for tuning in. What's up, people? Back for episode 14 of Barbells, Boot Camps, and Banter, the official podcast of athletic-based training. Triple Bs. That right there was my man, Teddy. We got just me and Teddy today. No uh, official guest. Um, decided to break it down a little bit, <laughs> bring it back to our roots, and just go, uh, me and Teddy, just kind of... Just chatting a little bit, you know? Yeah. It's going back and forth. So, uh, this is our first podcast since uh, the Bruins lost, Ted. It is. That was... Still not ready to talk about it. Uh, but... know, right? <laughs> oh, man. Dude, this is twice that they've made it to the finals recently and lost. In... Yeah. Just... I had more faith this time than last time. Because that Blackhawks team was... Unreal. That team was legit. That, yeah. was, that was like an all-time team. Unreal Blackhawks team, but uh, but this one, man, they were so close. They just look gassed at the end, dude. They just look, yeah, done. Yeah, I, th- I think um, you know, there's a lot of things. I think Bennington, whatever his name is, stood on his head that yes. last game, so that was huge. Because that, after that first period, the bees is kind of. It was almost they like they lost their juice after yeah, that. Yeah, they came out hot, man, and it just wasn't yep. going their way. Yeah, and that's kind of when you know, you're like shit. Yeah, like the one that uh, he caught under his arm. How'd that, how'd, yeah, that's and then he was shaky early. Like he was shaky in the first few shots, and then he started to look good. And then you were just like, uh oh. Yep. Uh oh. I don't think this is their night. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think the Bruins were a little worn down. I think St. Louis's size kind of caught up to them. They were just kind of they they out hit the crap out the, of them all series. The defense that they played too was on. Believable. All it's they just, had to do was put a stick out, and they were yeah. constantly poking the, yeah. the puck away. Yeah, I mean they're just big on like layers and stuff, and they play that like layer D, like almost like not. They don't do like neutral zone traps and stuff, but they're more, you know, they just they make you work for every, make you work to get out of the zone, they make you work mm-hmm. to get through the neutral zone, and then it's just you know, so I don't know. I don't know if the bees will get back. I, I don't know. They got some work to do. I'm gonna see what they do with some contracts and stuff, but yeah, they're, the young kids. The, here's the deal. Their core's not that old yet, aside from Chara. Bergeron's getting up there, but he's not that old. He's not. People forget he started playing in the NHL when he was like 12. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, I mean, Marshan's not old. You know, yep. They got a couple guys. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Krejci. Yep. If they can kind of move. But I, I don't know. I think this season was also kind of luck of matchups mm-hmm. where teams that normally would wipe the floor with the Bruins got eliminated early yeah. or you well, know that Tampa team people are like saying is the all-time best like regular season team of all time yep and then they lost yeah so then it was like door open boom to Columbus right who's not really a difficult team for the Bruins to match up with yeah they just matched up well with them yeah Carolina same Carolina. thing yeah so they had they had the path this year mm-hmm. but St. Louis was good I don't think people aren't oh, giving yeah, them yeah. enough credit yeah but then again St. Louis shithole. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It was almost worth seeing St. Louis win because do you see like Brett Hall at the parade? No. Oh my God. Go look that up. Yeah. Dude. Like if you were like, 
All right, was this guy once a professional hockey player or a professional wrestler? <laughs> Nine out of ten people would say professional wrestler. <laughs> he was out of control, dude. Out That's of control. Hysterical. But, yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? Next year. Um, I'd say on the baseball, but the socks don't look that great. But actually, no. they've been winning a little bit lately. Yeah, but, dude, so much ground to cover now. Like, I know it's not but, impossible. But they're like a game out of the wild card. Still. There's a lot of ground to make up with, with these teams. You know, they're 500 right now, and they're heading into the All-Star break. Give or take a game. But they're, they're a 500 team heading into the All-Star break. Yeah. They've got ground to cover. If but they I wanna. think if, like, right now, if the season ended today, they'd be, like, a game out of the wild card. They're still out of the wild card. I know. <laughs> and they've played very bad. Yeah. You know, and the Yanks just picked up Edwin Encarnacion, traded for him. Who did? The Yankees. Did they? Yeah, they just traded for him, dude. Either way, there's a lot of work to be done. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, especially just being at an elite level, the uh, professional level, like, work is work. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the like, how minuscule the differences are at that level yeah. is insane. Because the talent level is pretty close. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The ta- I mean, through the draft and through salary cap, those leagues do their best to try to keep the talent pretty even. And if you're getting to that level, you're one of the top, what, like 1% in the world oh, yeah. of, oh, yeah. of your sport, you yeah. know? So it's not necessarily talent anymore unless you're that, you know, extra percent, like the LeBron James or something. At that point, it's, it's a little different. But, you know, when you're up in the elite of the elite with everyone else who's the elite of the elite, it's hard work, it's practice, it's chemistry mm-hmm. with the team, it's the intangibles, it's, it's all those other things that come into play. Yeah, and sometimes it's luck, right? Like a guy, like I mean, I think everybody in this area pretty much agrees that Tom Brady is the greatest football player of all time, but definitely quarterback, but would he have been Tom Brady if he got drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals? Right? Yep. He somewhat lucked out that he got came to this organization similarly for belichick right you know he got somewhat lucky that he got tom brady yeah right so it's eh, sports is sport man there's a lot that go into it a lot that goes into it the patriots are just so impressive though man the run it's insane they will never see anything like it in any other sport well that i mean i i understand the sentiment behind that but the yankees did it you know, but the, I don't think they'll ever do it again. Sure, the yeah. Celtics did it at one point. You know, the Lakers kind of did it at one point. You know, but even those teams, right? So the Yankees were good, like real good in like the '60s and '70s, right? Even the '90s, but they were trash in the '80s. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I'm the, we're going on like 20 years now. Where True. the Pats have been the pretty much the best team in football. Yeah, the East runs through New England. Oh yeah. Kings in the North. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't see them losing this year either. Like, it's hard to buy it. You can't. Uh, you can't. Last year, midseason, I was like, this team doesn't have it. This team doesn't have it. They don't do this right. They don't do that right. After they they lost the game to Miami in Miami, that on the uh, where Gronk almost blew out his knee. Yeah, that was just whatever. But I was like, this team just doesn't have it. Like the good Pats teams, they don't lose games like this. Yeah. Um, but they figured it out somehow. 
Dude, I heard a stat that if Brady only wins 11 games this year, his winning percentage goes down. <laughs> That's not And 11 games is still one of the better records in all of football. You know, yeah. most years, 11, 11 games. Five is in the, they're in, they're you're in the, in the playoffs. They're in the playoffs. Probably, probably winning the AFC East. Yep. <laughs> Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. And that just supports your argument of the run of dominance that they've had. This is so good. It's so good. You know, just consistency. They just do the right things. They just, you know, and people that call them like cheaters and stuff, it's just, it's stupid. Yeah, it really it's... is stupid. Like, have they like had done some shady stuff? But it's, in the NFL, and I hate saying it like this because it sounds like an excuse, everybody's trying to get an edge one way or another. Yep. Whether it's, you know, talking to free agents before they can talking to, tampering's yeah, huge you know what i mean like that whole like atlanta, the legal tampering period is the yeah dumbest thing this atlanta movie. had uh fines for fake noise being yeah. uh yeah. pumped into the stadium yeah. everybody's looking for that edge yeah and you know the pats have pushed the envelope a couple times but if you sure. really look at how many other than like the big ones they haven't been punished like by no. any more than any other team for like little no, infractions. The Raiders, I believe, actually have the most. Uh... Yeah, the Raiders, and then who else was there? It was somebody else, like some random team. I can't remember what it was, but I mean, and the one big one obviously is Deflategate, which uh, to this day I don't even want to bring it up. But I know. it's the mo- it's the most in. Teddy Lullius is a di- kind of a dad joke play on words. The most overblown story <laughs> in the history of sports. <laughs> it 100%. really is. I've played, I played football for a very long time, and I never cared about what the other team's air pressure in the ball but was. But the fact that the, the refs were, they have a legal limit for the ball to be inflated at, and the refs were just saying, oh, I don't like how this one feels. Inflate it more. It's within the legal limit. And they're just like, no, it doesn't feel right to me. Yeah. I mean, and then, like, the whole thing with that was, like, apparently that they did check him and then the Pats had him after the fact and did and sure. out. But there's no reason for the ref to say it's not inflated properly if it's within the legal limit. They were only going by, by their yeah. discretion. It wasn't outside the legal limit. Right. And then also the whole thing with once they, like, so they were like, oh, well, you don't really have a system to check them. And then they put one in. And then, like, teams failed it. They're like, oh, yeah, we don't care. Yeah. The next oh, year, <laughs> they like did, or they did, what, I don't know. There was something like they didn't do it at half. They I don't know. It was so stupid. It was just dumb. It was a witch hunt. They were trying. It was other teams trying to get something. It's on the pads also and they got it. well, exactly. It's why winning can be detrimental to a franchise. Mm-hmm. You have these runs of success, and people want you to see you fail. Yeah. They want to knock you down. Oh yeah. You know because Aaron Rodgers openly was like, "No, I overinflate the balls beyond the legal limit." Yeah, and Eli Manning was on record saying he likes it under. Yep, and yeah. no one did anything about them because they don't have the tenure of yeah. winning. You know what pissed me off about that is that some like ex NFL quarterbacks. There was only a couple that I heard of. Like more didn't come out and were like. Air pressure doesn't mean a thing. Like, yep. I liked it. We used to put it under. We used to put it over. We used to do, yep. you know what I mean? Because that was going on. Like, I, I saw things like guys off the record saying, like, yeah. why would you not come to the aid of, of Brady? Tra- Trent Dilfer did. He was adamant about, Dilfer like, was, yo, but this then is the, BS. Right. Dilfer was. But who was the dude? Uh, what's his name? There was another quarterback that was, like, crying on air on ESPN because he was, like, upset. He didn't believe Tom Brady. He's like, I just don't believe him. Oh, and he, like, yeah. literally in tears. It was like, bro, you're, you're, you're uh, 
selling this character that you're playing way yeah, too much. Yeah, right. No, I know what you're talking about. Like, if you about. really care about this, then I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah. Get back on the... Uh, like, it didn't, doesn't make them too bad much estrogen. people. Like, <laughs> Something. Yeah, I don't know, man. They're just... I don't know. They're too good. They do everything the right way. They got a system. System works. They, and to prove that, again, it comes back to how much they work because you have no-name players. Kyle Van Noy was essentially a write-off from every other team, mm-hmm. and he is now a two-time Super Bowl champion with the Patriots. Yeah, and borderline <laughs> one of their top three to four defensive players. Yes. Like, that's just work. That's Bill Belichick looking for characteristics that go beyond X's and O's. Yep. Here's another one that I think is like a telltale sign of how hard they work over there and how different they are than everybody else. You see it this all the time. There'll be like a veteran who's like on his last contract and he'll sign with the Patriots and he'll be here for a week. And then it's like, blah, 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 blah announces his retirement. Yep. They're like, nope. Like, I think they thought Reggie they were going to. Yes, Reggie Wayne. There was somebody Ocho else Cinco who just did it. tried for a while. Yeah, Ocho Cinco played. I mean, and I don't he think. He tried. Yeah, and I think his, his was a little different because I think he was here and he worked and his wasn't like that. But there's those guys. Somebody else just did it. Somebody else just retired. Like The tight the, end, right? The, that uh, they drafted and then, or they, uh, they traded for and then cut immediately. Well, that was because he failed his physical. Oh. Uh, so they'd know that trade. But there was somebody else who was an offensive lineman that like came and just retired but it's like i think they thought they could like come here win a ring go out on a ring but then they get here they're like this ain't worth it (laughs) (laughs) i'm not doing this not at this point but yeah yeah. um but it's work man they it's work and it's a system and they buy into the system and they just follow through with the plan i mean it's no different from like a a weight plan oh a weight training program here you know work um you know Work, it's the same work, thing. Work, yeah, work, it's work, 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 work and it's, it's a system, too. And it's, it like, it's trusting the process that the people have laid out for you. That's a, a big part of it. Just buy into the – you're here, so you've bought into us with our coaching techniques, our practice, our, our efforts, our speed work, whatever it is. You've, you've bought in. Trust the programs we give you. Trust when you ask for a no, new program. We sit down, look through the file. We look at where you were and which program is right for you. And it may be the same exact program. It might be one that's a little similar to something you've had. Yeah. Or it might be totally new to you. But, like, trust the process. Man. Yeah, because we're, we're evaluating, expe- I mean, especially with the kids, on yeah. the kids' side of it, yeah. right? We're evaluating, I know I'm evaluating, like, every single rep. Yep. You know what I mean? I'm looking at a kid, and he might not know, like, I'm watching him, um, as closely as I am, but I'm watching to see if he's able to handle the next thing. So if he's on a, fa- you know, the beginner program or the, the first, you know, performance one, phase one, he's working RDLs. Is he in a good position? Mm. Is he or she able to, you know, look like they're trans- be able to transition into like our clean, our clean work, our yeah. clean progression phase, things like that. It's, um, you know, I think you know what I'm talking about. It's all like we're evaluating every little thing to see if, yep. they, can, if they can move on. Yeah. Um, and we're also, you know, that's just talking about our performance kids, like within the class. And I think there's also times where, and this has come up recently, we, were, we actually were just talking about it before, of kids that are in the speed and developmental classes. Yep. We're evaluating those kids to see if they're ready to move up to the performance programs. Yeah. And there's, there's a fine line to walk with some of these things too where um, – they may have great speed, but haven't put on the size that is required for body control in a performance class, you know? So they just have to bide their time a little bit, keep working their yep. speed stuff until they're 
physically ready. Yeah, I mean, and we do. Yeah, and we do class. like you know the the very simple strength stuff in speed yep. and condi- in developmental classes. You know, whether it's body weight movements or you know goblet squats, intro goblet squats, and things like that. So they are getting things. Sometimes also, it's just a kid. A kid might be really good, but they're in like fourth or fifth grade. Yeah, and they're just not ready for that next yep. that next like complex. System, you and know, you see training the, program. Yeah. Now, like even our basic ones, they're still complicated movements to yeah. to, to kids. Yeah. You know, and we're not in any rush. complicated to adults. Like no, it's true. No, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, and we're not in any rush to get these kids like to the next phase. Like yeah. we're not. You the way I look at this stuff, this is a, again, we want these kids to prog- progress, in like a in a in a steady state where they're going up the entire time you know that safe they're and effective safe and effective in a nice slow steady progression are there going to be like huge jumps at certain points absolutely are there going to be slight plateaus sometimes what do we want to do keep those plateaus as short as possible and keep the gradual raises going yep. you know if we get a kid you know in a perfect world we get a kid the first time he walks in the door when he's 10 years old and we see him off to call him or her off to college throughout college and they're like you know, our last guest nick athy yep right 100 first time i worked with nick he was probably 12 years old last time i worked with nick he was a senior in college you know what i mean and yep. the, his his progression is like probably a textbook progression yeah. you know what i mean he started Ideal. off doing speed plyometric body weight movements taught him the early phases of, of um, strength training, progressed through, started doing cleans, back squats, all the good stuff. And then, you know, he's more, one of the more athletic athletes we've ever had here. Yep. You know, I think he's actually a great example for that. Yeah. I mean, to counter your point too, or to support, but with a counter, um, <laughs> we see the uh, college or the high school kids who may be 14, 15 years old and need to be in that class, but really should be in the speed and developmental because they don't have the body control or the proprioception to be able to do certain things, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, It works both ways, you know? Yep, don't have the mobility um, of just, you know, yeah, there's a very, there's a varying amount of reasons of why they're not able to to do some of the movements. And those are kids that might stay in that basic program for a little bit longer because we need to do that. Or we need to add, take some things away, Whatever it is, we need to evaluate yeah. them and the program and figure, and figure out a good one. You know, we don't necessarily do individual programs for everybody, right? I think we know that. But at the same time, each program and each coach has the ability to be able to go into a kid's program and be like, you know what, this isn't right for you right now. Let's pull back. Or, hey, you're murdering this. Let's move you on. I know yep. it says we're doing this, but let's let's move to the next phase yep. in the middle of this program. And it's it's not an individual program, but it is catered to the individual. True. When we go through it, you know, so uh, everyone may have barbell RDLs, but not everyone's using the same weight. Not everyone's doing it from a deficit. Not everyone's doing it with proper form or technique. So we're we're adjusting and coaching based on what we see with those individual athletes and it's come up a lot of times recently for me with the high school athletes you know when can I progress when can I get to the next stage when can I start doing more complex movements and it's like well there's a reason you're on the starter program or you're there's a reason you're on phase one because we need to master 
these yeah. techniques before we get there. And a lot of this isn't just about doing the prescribed number of reps and sets. It's about actually understanding the motor control required to execute those sets and reps, because you can do a, a clean complex broken down the RDL, the, the high pull and the pull under, and it can look terrible yeah. because you don't have the control over yeah. the barbell. Yes, you're RDLing, you're pulling high, and then you're pulling under, but your back's rounded, you're not entering triple extension, your elbows are catching under the bar instead of out in front of it. You know, you need to get through these phases before you can get to the next one. Yeah, right. So it's, it's not just, okay, once you've done four weeks of four by four reps and sets, you can progress. It's once you've mastered the movement, mm -hmm. you can progress. Right, and I think that's one of the reasons, right, why, why we tend to have those higher rep um, programs in there for in kids because we're trying to groove that pattern. Yep. We're trying to learn the pattern by repetition. You know, it's not one, two, three reps. That's for later, later down the line when exactly. we have mastered those movements and we can handle heavier weights exactly. and we can get to that. Um, I think one of the things with like to, uh, to piggyback on that point, you know, kids do want, they want to progress right away. Yeah. Um, and, Part of me loves that because they want to get better and they want to move on down the line. But part of me is like, this is just that instant gratification society coming into the way. True. They want it right now. You know, yep. they see an Instagram post about somebody transforming in two weeks and doing Parents this. Parents want and, it right now as well. Exactly. That yeah. is, that's a big part of it. Um, you know, and are, are people going to, are kids, are people going to see some progression right away if they've never done anything absolutely yep. right um but like all right case in point um a boot camper came in first time did like the just our warm-up right our dynamic warm-up you know it's just you know knee hugs chicken walks straight leg kicks skips butt kicks all that good yep. stuff right so they go through that the first time and they're like already dripping dripping in sweat heavy breathing gassed, gassed right now, the second or third time they come in and they're like, wow, I'm already in great shape. Like I'm not sweating and I'm not doing as much. Like <laughs> you also gotta realize the other factors that were going on here. That first time you walked in this place, your heart rate was already elevated. Yeah. You were nervous. Yep. Your central There's nervous system was kind of going crazy. Like you were like, what's going on? Some of these were new movements. You know, now you're already starting to learn it. So yeah, like, <laughs> You, you know, you're not, you've been here twice, bro. Like you're not like, in great shape. Yeah. Like you're... I like our program and I think it's a good program, <laughs> but it's not that good. You yeah. Know? Um, but you know, it's, it's things like that. So, but you know, to backtrack, the kids want to, they want to get to that next phase. They see the other kids in the same class that are, have been here since they were 12 years old and they're now 18, 19 yeah. and they're in college. Those kids have went through the process, you know, yep. and it's almost like we should do that one time is have our older kids talk to these, the younger kids about it. Cause I think sometimes they look at us as like, whatever, you know, yep. but you, you know. got gray hair in your face. Like. <laughs> yeah, right. You're bald. douche. <laughs> 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 but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and I think for the most part, once you have this conversation with kids, most of them understand it. Some of them, I think they, they listen, but they don't hear it. They, they, they recognize what you're saying, but yeah. it's not the answer they want. So it's not, not the answer they want. It. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and they, I think they'll try to push their luck with each coach. You know, oh, okay, yeah. so Teddy told me I need to redo this program. Uh, next time they're in, Chris, I, I wanted to advance off of this one, you know, and try yeah. to get you to answer differently. Yeah. They don't understand all necessarily. No, we're all on the same page. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we all see the same things when we talk. Yep. And it's not hard when you're a practice coach to notice someone squatting and you're like, well, they clearly need to squat to a box. Right. To have another coach just be like, hey, you should be squatting to a box. Right. Crap, did they talk to Teddy? No, they're just a good coach. <laughs> right, or they're doing step-ups to the 24-inch the box. And like, ah, oh, dude, you're like like 5'1". <laughs> you know, but they saw the college kid doing that. Yep. That's what they wanted to do. Which, again, I do. I, there's a part of me that really likes that. respect it. I really like that. I, I'd rather a kid like that than a kid that doesn't want to try anything and yep. won't step outside and has zero confidence, yep. you know, but I'll work with that kid too. We'll get that. We'll get that kid to come along. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's just, Hey, look at, we know what we're doing. And it's like, trust the pro it's like the same thing. Trust the process. Yeah. You know, work hard, keep at it, keep working, trust the process and you will get there, mm -hmm. you know, master these techniques now so that the more complex things later on are that much easier. Yeah. And you don't need to spend too much time on them. Yeah. You know, a lot of this too, especially at this young age, is uh, neuromuscular connections. We're yep. creating new synapses in the mind that are telling you, okay, when I bench press, I activate my triceps, my chest, my shoulders help out by rotating across the back. I want to press through and drive that weight up over my, my chest. Yep. That's a new connection that you have never made in your body before. So you need to do that multiple times before it sticks in. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's just like driving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Need I remember the. I still remember the first time I got behind Same. the wheel. And I was Same. Like, Holy shit. You know I've been mean? driving. Think about how fast it was driving. Not how fast you were driving, but how fast everything was going. Everything happened. Yeah. Right. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. And that's actually a great way to think of it. Like how fast some things are happening. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like sometimes in the weight room, like slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Everything's fine. Like you know. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. and then it's also like to to your point on that. It's like little movements that like your body wants to do yeah you have to fight it from doing it you yeah. know what i mean there's like uh you know like how many times have you seen a kid benching and those legs start like kicking out and flailing out yes and it's like ground those heels into the ground yes. like you know what i mean um so it's like little things like that little cues things that they have to learn and they learn them through repetition like you said certain things too like in uh, to bring it up in an rdl when you're constantly like flatten your back and they round it more. Yeah. And like, no, flatten the back. Like, think of a, a board, a plank, how stiff that is. That's how your spine should be in this. It should be a neutral position, flattened out, no overarch in the back, and you yeah. should be hinging at your hips. And they're rounded, shoulders down. Yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, if you can't understand that connection, that, that neutralize your spine, get into a flat back position, then we can't progress with more weight. We yeah. need to master that little technique before we go anywhere else. Yeah, and then there's ways that like, as a coach, we have to dissect that yes. and like figure yes. out ways to get them to understand that and learn sure. that. Some kid, you might literally need to grab them by the shoulders, pull their shoulders back and like let them feel, this is the position, oh. Yep. You know, and that's, that's what triggers it. Um, somebody might be, you know, it might be one word that you use. Um, to use to use the RDL like a couple of times I've used like hey imagine that you're carrying a bunch of stuff carrying a bunch of books or a bunch of bags and you can't use your hands you got to open the door what are you gonna do you shift your butt back yep. some kids all of a sudden boom light bulbs yep you know um, it's all different stuff you gotta find those little things hundred percent you know 
but it's, it's all part of that bigger picture process. You master these little things now, the bigger things become easier down the road. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll, you master the bench press with 20-pound dumbbells and all of a sudden a 225 bench in, you know, three years when you're physically capable of moving that weight is a breeze yeah. for you. Uh, which actually reminds me of a little anecdote. We had a, uh, um, two of our younger early high school athletes and one of our freshman college athletes in here. And the freshman college athlete is actually a little smaller. I'm not going to name names. It was funny, though. And uh, he's, he's, a little, he's a little smaller, and he's benching 225. And the two young uh, high school athletes go, Daddy, how, how old is he? And I, I go, hey, man, what grade are you in? He goes, I'm a freshman. And they both just go, what? Because <laughs> they're both freshmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Oh, and okay, their okay. mind is blown. He goes, no, 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 guys. In college. <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh my God. Like, That's awesome. It was hysterical, though. Like, blew their minds. They're like, you're a freshman? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's a good one. Definitely a good one. Mm. Um, I'll get who that was off air. Yeah, but, it was uh, funny. But, yeah, I mean, and that works with more complex movements other than bench, too. You know? Yeah. Um, you got kids. It's funny, right? Because I'll have a, I could have like an older kid that's never done a clean before, and yeah. I'll take that kid over a kid that's come in here that's maybe clean, learn how to clean sure. from somewhere else. You know, not gonna name places. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe just only messed around with it at their school, things like that. That we need to fix literally everything and strip it down. You know, can we work with that kid? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But I'd rather a blank slate. You yep. know what I mean? If we're looking at this thing like I'm an artist, like, right? I'm trying, I want a blank piece of paper. I don't want some piece of paper that somebody else has already, like, yeah. marked up. I want yep. that one, you know? So who's, who's your David? <laughs> who's my David as yeah. far as, as, far as uh, clean? If you're an artist. As far as cleans go? Who's your David? Oh, no, that's a good one. That's a good one. We've had some few, we've had a few over the years, man. I mean, look at all these banners. I know, right? That's actually a great thing, too, to to motivate and prove a point to kids about how hard work can pay off. Yeah. Because some of these schools are no joke. Yeah. I you mean, know, and it, these are, you know, and... It's not like you got Berkeley banners up here, you know? Right, right. <laughs> I mean, we had a curry banner up here. <laughs> right? You know? Right? <laughs> People went to curry from here. Curry? Duke? Holy crap, man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it's a testament. And I... I Love seeing the jerseys now. Yeah, up on the wall too. actually, that's actually you know what? Just a little side note: you got a banner. If you have a jersey, if you have something that you're proud of, something that ABT has in some way helped you accomplish, bring it in. We'll throw it up. We mm -hmm. will. We will. We will put it on the board somewhere. Put it on the wall. Um, I, that, like Teddy just said, this is. It's our way of kind of patting ourselves on the back, but it's also putting everybody that's put in all the hard work within these walls, putting them on a pedestal and saying, these are, these are great role models to have. We talked about it in our last podcast, yes. right? Having these local role models. And it's great to look at LeBron James and Tom yep. Brady and those guys, it's awesome, right? But we have so many people within this building these kids and adults, you know, that are yeah. great role models for the younger kids. Yeah. You know, again, let's Absolutely. talk about Nick Athey. And now he's not here. We'll talk about him a little bit more. Yeah. Nick's one of the greatest kids I've ever met in my life. Like, as far as just across the board. Like, yeah. good human being, phenomenal athlete, did everything the right way. Talk about a kid that trusted the process. Yeah. Like, th that kid's a, f a great example 
for our younger kids to look at. You don't have to go to Foxborough, right, to look at these kids. Yep. We got them in Holliston. We got them in Hopkinton. We got them right here in Milford, Hopedale. These and, kids are all yeah. right around us. Um, and I know we did talk about it a little bit. I, I want to do something like that. I want to get a college athlete slash older athlete like round table going some night where those kids can share their experiences and share their stories with the young kids about how this was a process and this wasn't like overnight i just became a college athlete i did a b c d e f g h the whole way did i do yeah. that right I, I probably <laughs> messed up the no i think you did <laughs> i think you got it <laughs> <All right>. um <laughs> but you know that those we have these kids right here, yeah. you know, and we don't need to have these big celebrity guests to talk about things. We yeah. have great guests right here. And to go to your point about working hard and fighting off that culture of instant gratification, every single one of them, and I guarantee you Nick will attest to this too, it was as great as any of the accolades they get for being good in their sport are the ability to walk in here and see a banner, the ability to be referenced on a podcast as someone who is yeah. a great role model and influence, that carries more pride and accountability and um, support with it than any of those weekly or, or monthly accolades do. Now, a yeah. championship, like a different yeah, ballgame, yeah, yeah. get that. But those yeah. individual honors, as great as they are, having the lifetime of – no, I cut my teeth to do this, and ABT has my jersey up as a, a reference of the grind that I put in. Yeah, yeah. You know, that carries a little bit more pride with it. You know, what's that? Uh, what is it? The saying, um, speak softly, carry a Big loud stick, stick you know? Stick, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it's that same idea. You know, you don't have to have all the little accolades to be the best of the best. Yeah. You know, yeah. especially if in these team sports that we see, even individual ones, the ultimate goal is winning. It doesn't matter how many awards you have leading up to that. If, if you don't win. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and the, th the thing is, too, like we some of these kids, like one of the cool things about these banners is kids come in and they're like, who went there? Whose jersey's that? Who's who's Laughlin 43? And you get to talk about Cam. Like Cam, came, Cam yep. was a kid that we had, boom, when he was this big, moved mm -hmm. up. He played at Assumption, played professional hockey, you know, yep. in, I'm blanking on which league it was. But you know what I mean? Like all these kids that, that's like the cool part too. You know, like yeah. who went to, you know. Yep. Whose jersey is that? Yeah. Whose jersey is that? Whose banner is that? Who's at oh, this Oh, place? you have someone at BC? Oh, my God. You have someone at, yeah. at UNC? Like, right. It, it's unreal. Yeah, and then you could tell a story about how that kid worked his tail off. Work through the process, nope. and there you go. Because you know what? You know, in real life, those are the people that you're more or less more likely going to be like in life. Yeah. Right? You're, if you want to go and play a college sport, you're going to go play a college sport, hopefully excel at it, get a good education, and then go into the real world and do that stuff. Yeah. Right? The... The professional athletes are few and far between. Yeah. So why not emulate the people that we've had come through here that are successful in college and in life? We have them right here. You know what I mean? Yep. Because if you just put it in sheer numbers. Oh. I, <laughs> I, I should put that scale back up. I used to have like this. It's like a percentage chart. And yeah. it's like the you know, number of 
um, youth athletes playing a sport, and then it's high school athletes playing a sport, and yeah. then it's college athletes, and then it's pros. Smaller it's, and smaller and smaller and smaller yep. with each one. Yep. And, and certain it, sports are even, even harder. Yeah. yeah. You know, certain sports are. For you to get into the elite status of any professional sport, it is extremely hard. Oh, and you could be, you could have been an elite status in youth or high school sports. That gap is still so large and so so giant that to get there requires extreme amounts of work, as well as having the right people around you. Oh yeah, because you you can't just say, "Well, I'm talented, so I'm going to get there." No, you need the help of talented people. You need the help of people who know what they're doing, and you need the work ethic to do it. And even with all those things, you still might not. Might not, probably won't. Probably not, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, not to... Well, let's not crush everyone's dreams. I'm not dreams. crushing dreams, <laughs> but at the same time, let's, like, really... You yeah. know what I mean? You're, you're more than likely not going to make it professional. Yep. Professional. No matter how good you are in any minor league, you know, youth, um, high school, collegiate, that gap to get to the next level is always... Yeah. And it's going to, you know, it takes luck, too. You got to... Like, we talked about Brady... You know what I mean? Even like getting to the professional level. Yeah. You know, to stay there, it's, yeah. you know. But I mean, I think the big thing, the message out of this is just you're here for a reason. You want to get better. Trust that we're trying to make you better. We're going to do everything we can to make you better, make the best you can be, whether it's inside the gym, in your sport, or just in general as a person. We want to see you succeed. You yeah. know, we're not trying to give you traits or – or habits that will make you worse. Yeah. You know, everything we're trying to instill in you here is to make you better. You know, and that's, that's a big message here, you know. And I think the next, and to, to kind of wrap that up, make you better over a long period of time. Over a lifetime. Over a lifetime, you know. Um, you know, I use, I use the hashtag LTAD a lot. It's long-term athletic development. It's not short-term athletic development, right? It's Correct. not like I want you to get better next week. It's I want you to be a better athlete for your entire athletic career, but also be a more athletic an adult. Mm-hmm. Be able to go on hikes and trail runs and ride bikes with your family when you're older. Do some tough mutters, you know. And be able to do those yeah. things. Play you know? catch with your son. Yeah, yep. That, that came, that's a throwback to a podcast from a couple episodes ago. Yeah. How difficult a journey that was for Mike. Yeah. And he had to trust his process. That yep. process was, you know, and I know he talked about times of not, he wanted to jump the process. You know, things yep. weren't good enough. Things weren't. Not progressing as fast as you want. And you and I have both had injuries and setbacks and dealt with that stuff too. But again, you trust the process. You, you trust that the people who are qualified and on your team are trying to help you. Yeah. You know, they've put time into their education to know how to teach and instill this process and get you to where you need to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, hey, this is, I mean, this is our business. This is what we do, right? This is the life that we chose. This is the profession that we've chosen. We put work into it. We put, we did a lot of hours, a lot of studying to get to this point. And then we also do a lot of studying and research and research on ourselves on everything to, to progress our training to, so we're like our, our expertise is even more, you know? So like trust, you came here 
trust us. As someone who's been in sales and in uh, you know corporate world and in this athletic professional world, the corporate world doesn't require me to recertify and reevaluate my skills every year. I have to get reevaluated and make sure that I'm qualified in first aid, in CPR, in actual athletic progression and development. Mm-hmm. My certifications require continuing education. Yeah. You know? Yep. Not- I just re upped I just redid my cert. Had to just take another test. Yep. Had to do it every year. Not many jobs require that. Yep. You know, so Right. Basically like all right, like a teacher. Yep. Right? Teacher, you take that te- the take the, it's a difficult test, but once you pass it and then you get your tenure, like you're good. Yep. You know? And not saying teachers don't no, progress because no, 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 they still no, have sure. trainings and things no. like that. So maybe that was maybe a bad example. But you know, trust that we're doing all of our best to become our best for you for you to become your best yeah say best again <laughs> uh, i'm the best <laughs> i'm the best around <laughs> all right that's probably that's probably where we wrap it up <laughs> and we're not even drinking but um no that was yeah so hopefully you guys liked me and teddy rambling for about 40 minutes or so i think that was you know it's an important message that needs to be shared because especially as the summer schedule kicks in, we get more and more athletes in here. They're home from school. They have goals. They have sports-specific goals. They mm-hmm. have weightlifting goals. They have coach position goals. You know, And it's a big message to send to them. Like, yep. hey, we're here for you. We're going to get you there. Yep. And I respect those goals too, especially when a kid comes in and he want, he's got something going on in the fall. Yep. You know, he wants to be the starting linebacker for his high school team, and that's his goal. Yeah. You know, which is awesome, and I respect the hell out of that. We'll do everything we can to get you there. Trust me, I know that more than anybody, right? Yep. But we're going to do it the right way. Yeah. We're not going to throw a bunch at you just because that's your goal. Trust us that we'll get you to that goal. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And that's the message here. Yep. We're here for you guys. That's, that's why we're doing this. So. Hashtag trust the process, people. Yep. We know what we're doing. Yep. You got anything else to add? I don't. Thanks again for, uh, for listening, everyone. Like, follow, subscribe, comment, send us questions in the box on Insta, on Facebook, whatever it is. You yep. know. Anytime you coming. have a question, just throw it on there. I'll, I'll throw out reminders and other yeah. ones. But if you just slide in our DMs, throw a question in there. <laughs> um, again, if you want to be a guest on the show, yeah. you know, just grab me or Teddy you know, after a class or something and, and throw it out there that you, you, know, you got a story that you'd like to share. Yeah. You know, whether it's about... 100%. You know... Whatever it is, whatever, whatever it, is. it is, you know, we've think about the, the guests that we've had on so far and they've all they've been, been different and they've all been different. Yeah. Right? We've been trying to do that, get different type of guests on. So unless you want to just keep hearing me and Teddy talk over and over again. <laughs> we get pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be numerous dad jokes. Yeah, right. From the guy who's not the dad. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Father's Day. <laughs> How about that one I tagged you the other day? Yeah, that, that was a good um, one online. Lisa had posted. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was really good. I don't care at all. <laughs> uh, good and, and to reiterate one other thing, if ABT has impacted your life in an athletic, adult, uh, childhood, sport, whatever it is, and you have a banner or jersey that you want to bring in, we'll proudly fly that thing for you. Bring mm-hmm. it on in. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, till next week. Thanks, everybody. Peace. Thanks for tuning in, folks. From our pack to yours, Don't just talk about it, be about it.